your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 27, and we're wrapping up a great first season. Enjoy. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, yeah, that is apparently our five-year-old daughter's flirty laugh. No. <laughs> just, just no on every level. Um, no. It's true. Just no, no. My five-year-old daughter is not allowed to have a flirty laugh. Oh, she's got a flirty laugh. No, no. That's okay. The, we, what are we going to, we, we, something needs to happen here. Well, we were walking to so, school. Who, who do I need to hurt? You don't, well, it's like your best friend's kid, so I don't think you're going to hurt him. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's a black belt in karate, so I doubt that you even could hurt him. Well, even though he's 10. Not up close. Even though he's 10 years old. (laughs) I could throw some water balloons at him from a distance. Oh, you could. You could. No, but he was just cracking jokes with Allie on the way to school. And uh, I all of a sudden heard this like this cute little like octave of laughter that I've never heard before in my life. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And it's, you know, she's laughing at jokes. I am not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. This is not, this is not okay. But that's the only thing that you know when that's happening and it was happening. And then it continued later on in the afternoon where it was just, yeah. I was I was a little traumatized. Yeah, I'm I'm traumatized right now. <laughs> well, at least I have fodder for my next counseling appointment. <sighs> write that uh, down, babe. Write down. Talk to Chris about <laughs> fathering girls. Oh okay. my gosh, um, I am like killing this kombucha right now because Justin went on a rampage and threw out all our scobies, and I kind of am like. Mad at you about that, honey. Well, don't get mad. Get into action. Do something about it. I know, but you, you were like... You can get on Amazon and order a SCOBY. You are like <clears throat> the kombucha king. And somehow you jumped a step and thought you could throw a bunch of grapefruits in with the SCOBY and then you tainted them. No, it's them. not that. It's not that. This The first set of SCOBYs was just about experimentation. It was about trying different things, and but we they were started good. dialing it in. And you know, in our lazy treatment of it, they started getting funky. I don't think they were all funky. I think yeah, yeah, they were. But anyways, they were. so when I turned my back one day, you threw all the scobies out, and I was kind of mad about that. So we need more kombucha, and apparently, I've realized it's got fermented alcohol in it. It like turns something like the tea into a little bit of alcohol. Wait, we knew this from the beginning. I kind of knew it, but I didn't really know it. 
But our little two-year-old, Caroline, she loves to drink kombucha. It's, I mean... I don't want her, like, getting trashed or something. There's there's no percentage by volume, even on the bottle, mm-hmm. of it. Like, it, no, it's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. Like, don't feed her a bottle of it, but she might have one ounce. Yeah. When she drinks when it. she starts fine. stumbling down the steps, we'll know. Come on. No. Yeah, one of them. One of them, you're pairing off with the neighbor kid, and the other, you're turning into a drunk. What are you doing? Mother of the year. <laughs> Mother of the year. But you know what? We had some great family fun this week. Yes, we did. We went to Great Wolf Lodge. We were blessed with a little getaway. And Allie, who's five now, has been talking about it for like a year nonstop. When did we, we go? Since, the, since a year ago when, when we, we got went. blessed with, with the ability to go. Yeah, when we went last time and then she just is relentless about it. So we gave her, you know, we, we, we gave in. Finally, and we went, and it's awesome, and it's amazing, but we have a problem. It was fun. We have a problem now. What's that? Is that our youngest daughter is now also fixated on it. Oh, yeah. And she's trying to figure out like how Like three we times can... a day, she's, all right, let's go. You said we were going to go back sometime. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So now we have two children addicted. I think we might need to get on like a value punch card program or some kind of a thing. Uh, I I don't know. So yeah, we we uh, played hooky from church on Sunday. Dun dun dun. You know what? It was actually good that we played hooky from church on well, Sunday. Yeah, because there were some of our neighbors said they headed off to church and there was a tornado warning. Well, our um my friend uh, uh, Ryan. Connor, mm-hmm. who's um, our insurance guy, our insurance guy, our local State Farm agent, <laughs> like a good neighbor. State Farm's there, baby. That's right. So Ryan's saying, "Oh yeah, they were they were on their way out to go to church, and got like a message on Facebook from their church saying, yeah, you probably don't want to come. Everybody from the last service is hunkered down.'" Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, they, they thought there was a tornado in the area and everything. So, like, we're skirting out, heading north toward Dallas. toward Dallas and Fort Worth. And, like, right behind us is this massive, nasty storm that's sweeping through. I know, like, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, all... I mean, they got some a crazy amount of tornadoes these last few days. Lots of damage and everything. But when we were driving up... Yeah, we played hooky from church, but we had some friends that were at church and they were like, oh, we're supposed to be in the shelter and all this other stuff. And so we're like, eh, good thing we didn't go to church anyway. Yeah. Um, but we The traveled. trip up there took us like four and a half hours. Well, that's because there were all those cars in the ditches. I even saw a tow truck pulling a tow truck out of a ditch. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> like went between, uh, like before we... Like ahead of us was nasty storm. Mm-hmm. And then we were in kind of the sucker hole. Yeah, the we, whole trip we had up like an awesome bubble of yeah. sucker holeness. It was like awesome. you see the carnage in fr- that you're going that happened right before, and then you hear about on the radio the carnage that's you're, happening behind. I know it was amazing. We we're like, oh, thank you, Jesus, because we were yeah. thinking maybe we shouldn't leave now. Maybe we should try to go a different day or whatever, but. Ended up being 
awesome. And then yeah. when we got there, shoot, it was like sunny. But, you know, it's an indoor water park. Not like yeah. it matters. But you know what, Justin? We are seriously old. Uh, speak for yourself. Well, you're older than me. So, I mean, I'll speak for both of us. But our five-year-old, so she's tall like we are. And yeah. so she got cleared to ride all the big, crazy water slides. Yeah. And there was one. It was called the Twisting Tornado. Sweet Christmas. A sweet, merciful McGillicuddy. I know what you were going to say. It was... Um, well, and the thing is, when you get put on a raft with a five-year-old, you automatically get flipped around so that you're going yeah. backwards down the thing, and you have no idea what's going on because you're going backwards. Yeah. And I just... Those things make me ill now. <laughs> like, I used to be, like, a crazy, awesome, like, I will I take don't mind any going roller backwards. coaster, it, it, blah, blah, blah. No. It, I don't mind, but that one, that was... Uh, I mean, one, it, it, I don't know how it's safe. Like, I don't know how in, in our world where we put guardrails on pool decks. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know how they let people ride that thing. Yeah. I love it. it it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's also like literally terrifying. Yeah. I, I was I was ill. I was ill for a good 20 minutes after that. I was pretty much ill the rest of the day. It's it's And it's like you go up, you walk up this thing, and then you get in the tube, and then you, it shoots you out, and it goes, it goes, oh, okay, this is fun. And then it, like, basically just drops straight, <laughs> and then it spins you around a couple times, and then throws you out of the, you know, the normal size tube into this gigantic funnel. It's like a skate tube. What are those things called? A skate? Uh, it's no it's half not pipe. Like it was like a half pipe. It was almost. like a whole pipe. It was a whole pipe, but it, it was, was like a, half a funnel pipe. shape and everything. And it's not like you're going on a normal. You're going basically straight down. It was terrifying, and of course she loved it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. She was like, "That's the best! I can want to do it again." But neither one of us would go. <laughs> and I'm like, again. okay, I'll be over here with Caroline in the kitty area. Yeah. With the little thing that fills up the buckets and dumps him in the water. <laughs> You're like, I have to spend time with my youngest daughter, too. But it's really like, so here's our Great Wolf Lodge is not sponsoring this episode of the podcast, but here's the reality it is such a phenomenal place for families with young kids. Because if we went to Six Flags or Cedar Point or yeah. Disney World or something, basically one of us is always going to be sitting on the sidelines with the youngest mm-hmm. while while one is having fun with, with Allie. Yeah. We and have to wait till they're both <laughs> tall enough, old yeah. enough to go on big rides before we would do something like that, I think. Yeah. So Great Wolf Lodge is fan- just fantastic. Like... Uh, if we could go there regularly, if we could afford to do that, mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, it's super fun. I mean, fun. it's super fun, and it's, you know, when you catch it on, you know, like spring break, it was like $600 a night or something like that. Oh, lordy. Which, yeah, we, we they didn't have any tickets for us then. No, heck no. Um, but it was, but it's, such a great, it's such a great escape. You, you know? know what? I mean... I know, like, we highly, it, we have a value that we highly, like, embrace, um, and that is our adventure value. Mm-hmm. 
And so sometimes in our mind, we do have that like epic trip that we want to plan, like, oh, Disney World or the Grand Canyon or, you know, some epic thing. But it's like, right now we don't have time to do that. We don't have the money to do it. So it's like, okay, what is like super fun? And And the other side of it is the kids aren't going to appreciate that at this point. Oh, yeah. The Grand Canyon, no. We actually took... Grand Canyon or Disney World or anything like that, like... They're too little. They're too little. Yeah. And like I said, it's just the logistics of it are too, it's just too much. Mm -hmm. So, you know, plotting out some little kinds of adventures. And this summer we'll do all kinds of stuff. There's different swimming holes and, and places on the green belt and fun things like that that are outside and in nature and everything. But this was just a great little controlled environment. Yeah. So, hey, I would I would challenge y'all out there if you're, you know, kind of caught up in the whole like, oh, we can't do a big trip or, you know, we can't do the Disney thing or we can't, you know, get a beach house in Florida or whatever. Man, do what you can do. Yeah. You know, have the adventure that you can have. Plan it. Put it on the calendar. I mean, Justin's a big proponent of, hey, if we put it on the calendar, it's gospel. So it's like, if you say you're going to do something such and such a weekend and, you know, go for a hiking adventure or whatever, it's happening. So just get it on the calendar. Yeah. Make it happen. Even if it's just a couple days, one day, two hours. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, especially from the restoration, like caring for your soul. Oh, yeah. Kind of aspect, how much... Uh, John Eldridge and his crew on their podcast were talking about this a couple oh, of weeks ago. Oh, the Ransom ago. Heart? Yeah. Um, they are talking about how, like, you get to this place and you think, oh, my gosh, I just, I need a sabbatical. I need a month mm. away. I need, I need to, you know, hike the highest mountain and be a million miles from people and live in yeah. a little shack in the woods for a month in order to recover from the <laughs> brutal assault of life. But... That's not all that easy. That, that's no. not something you just do. Or so, very, like, um, feasible a lot yeah. of times. It's just not feasible. And they were just pointing out, like, how when you create even a small moment of rest, 15 minutes sitting in the sun, mm-hmm. you know, an hour hike on the green belt behind our house or something, how God seems to multiply the restorative factor sure. of it. And so, well, yeah, I would love to, uh, on spring break, I would have loved to have taken that week and uh, gone up to the mountains and gone skiing and, you know, taught Allie how to snowboard and... Oh my gosh, it'd be amazing. Oh my gosh, all that stuff. But it just, it, it we just didn't have the ability to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're those parents that pulled their child out of school <laughs> for oh. a day Lordy. For a little vacation. Okay, now, and disclaimer. It was, it was what we could do, and it, and it, was, it was awesome. The girls had a blast. We had, it was good. It was restorative. I think sometimes also we, like, I am, um, by education, a public school teacher. I taught for eight years. And so I highly value the, our education system. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's not a big deal to pull my preschool child out of school for a day or two or three or five. It's not a big deal. Um, I guess, especially if you're a smarty kid and you're caught up and, you know, all that. So sure. I don't. I don't feel too guilty about it. I feel. But, but, but like. I feel I not guilty the, at all. I respect the <laughs> rules and everything, but. 
Um, it just, we hit these seasons as a family where like we need, we need an escape and we're, and we're blessed enough to be able to, to create that. Yeah. So, um, but the other side of it, of course, is uh, Caroline is terrified of the little puppet show in the lobby. Oh, yeah. They have like a little robotic puppet show where like the trees come to life and like the little oh, it's, owl. It's mostly the tree. The... It's mostly the talking pine tree. That Well, at Christmas, there was a talking Christmas tree. My parents took her to the Toledo Zoo and we went to go see Douglas, the talking fir tree. And he sang Christmas carols and stuff. And she literally sat there with her hands over her eyes the whole time because she was so freaked out by the talking yeah, tree. Yeah, and it, it's not, she's not crying and sobbing no, and scared. she just doesn't she's like just it. She's freaked out and she just goes, I don't like this. I don't like this. I need to go. We're leaving. I'm leaving now. We're leaving. I don't like this. <laughs> you're like, what? She's such a wise two-year-old. Most two-year-olds would just sit there and bawl their heads off and scream. But <laughs> not my child. She's like, I need some time to myself. <laughs> so so when the puppet, when this tree started coming to life at Great Wolf Lodge, she just looked at me and she goes, Mom, we're going upstairs now. <laughs> So I took her upstairs and yeah. we goofed around or something, got ice cream. But so we had, we everybody left else su- Sunday morning. We left. It took us forever to get there. But all afternoon Sunday, we're hanging out. You know, we're like eating cliff bars and microwave sandwiches in our room because, oh my gosh, you know, no, ain't nobody got money for. Oh my God. $40 pizzas, but <laughs> I know it's like, it's like the food court, like on, you know, a hundred percent inflation or yeah. something. You're like, ah, uh, no, thank you. And the food's like 10 times worse. Well, I mean, the food's fine. It's good. And, yeah. and <laughs> oh, man, this cough is killing me. Honey, a little cholera never hurt anybody. Yeah. Just suck it up. So we enjoyed the, the, the afternoon and then, you know, went to bed. The girls just like their heads hit the pillow and they were gone. That was that they were the both snoring thing. within two minutes. That's one reason I wish we had a pool in our backyard. Man, yeah. if they could just swim all the time, they would sleep like rocks. What is it about swimming that just takes it out of you so, so badly? I have a theory. I have a theory about this. Okay, what's uh, your theory? I have to whisper so I don't cough. Oh, honey. Um, my theory is because the water's colder than your body. Okay. Is this your, Mr. Wizard kind of action Your here? body says, oh my gosh, because the water starts making you cold, you start to going hypothermic. Like you're shivering? Like your body gets below that 98.6 okay. that it wants to be. And so it revs up the metabolism to generate body heat to stay warm. Oh. And so you're you're burning all these calories, but you're not sitting there eating. Okay, okay. So by the end of the day, you're just you're in a calorie deficit and flump. Huh. You're burning up all that energy. There's something there. I, I think, think there's something to it. I don't know squat about that, but let's ask Bill Nye about that. Is Bill Nye still around? I don't know. I don't even know what Bill Nye sounds like, otherwise I would have done tried to impersonate his voice. You don't know Bill Nye? I know who he is. I don't know what he sounds like. Oh, okay. Bill uh, Nye, all due respect, sir, but you don't matter to me. 
Oh, no. Um. Anyway, so then Monday we got up and took him back to the pool and, you know, had some more fun and just let him run around like crazy people. I love it when you just see that look in their eyes like, I can't take any more. And you're like, yes. Oh, yes. throw you in the car and let's get out of here. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, I had fun, but like at a certain point, I don't know how you would stay there for like multiple days. Oh, people do. Oh, uh, I know, but it's I like, mean, I don't feel pace, like. You have to pace yourself. Yeah, I don't feel like you would get your full money's worth if you were well, like there. Well, that's why they have the arcade and they've got the stuffed uh, yeah. animal thing, and you know, like it's a whole little destination. Um, so we jumped in the car, you know, ran them till till about lunchtime, and they were just done, and then headed back home. Beautiful sunny day, so we stopped at Magnolia Magnolia Market. In Waco, Texas. It's just like, it's like right off the highway. So it's a perfect rest stop. And it's like halfway between Dallas and... Austin. Yeah. So those of you that don't know about Magnolia Market, it's... Wait, who didn't... Come on. Some people might not know what it is. The show Fixer Upper on HGTV, Chip and Joanna Gaines have that show Fixer Upper. And they have... It's a little show. It's... There's some people who know about it. It's... It's a cool show. Chip and Joanna are like the coolest people on TV. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Anyway, so they have a market, Magnolia Market. It's in Waco, Texas. It's a home home decor and now and a got place. Chip, Joanna, if you're listening to this, we, we're plugging your your whole thing here. So we just we need you on the show next season. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, this is our last show of the season, so it, we gotta yeah we gotta like you know dream for next season. You know. So, um, so they just put it in a little bakery there. Yes. And so because of the, uh, kind of fun destination that it is, there's a ton of people there. It's just the coolest place to just go and hang out. It's like you're at a family reunion or something. That's like the vibe of it is like you're at a family reunion. But, um, so the line for the bakery, first of all, those cupcakes were amazing. They were they were phenomenal. But they, you had I mean, to wait. Really you good. had to wait in line for probably about what a half an hour. You think? No, it didn't take that long. Maybe twenty. The minutes. line was out the door and across the street, and it didn't take that long. Well, so we're. It was. I mean, it's just spring, so it's sunny, but it's not blazing. So we sent the girls up uh, to sit in a little shady spot while we stood in line. And Caroline, bless her little stinking heart, steps off the sidewalk in her flip-flops into like like almost like a quicksand kind of mud puddle kind of thing. A tar pit. I know. It like starts sucking her legs in. And, you know, she steps out of her flip-flops and now it's in her feet. And a whole line of people are watching this go down. <laughs> and... Justin, there was an angel there because I do not know how this happened. So, of course, I run over there and I'm trying to like clean her up. I don't even have anything with me. I didn't bring wipes. I didn't bring a backpack. I mean, that's part of like our daughters are not in any sort of diapers or anything anymore. So, it's like I don't even bring wipes with me. So, this woman, I hear a woman's voice behind my shoulder and she hands me like this full pack of handy wipes and she goes here you go, honey. And she like hands them to me. I'm not even sure I said thank you. Like, I honestly don't know. I just went into like 
holy crap, hurry up and clean this kid up so I can stop making a scene. And when I was done, I was like turning around. I was like, thanks for the handy wipes. I was trying to ask somebody behind me. Um, I don't know, Chama, who's that? There was nobody else here. Yeah, I asked like three people and nobody had any idea what I was talking about. I think it was an angel. The handy wipe angel. The and handy wipe angel. I, I mean... Handy wipe angel, if you're in, listening in to all this episode, my study, I love you. In all Thank my you. study of the organizational structure of heaven... I've never come across the handy wipe angel. Well, I, just, I don't know the archangel of handy wipes. I, I don't know. Well, you missed it, so you better. I, mean, I missed it, look uh, that but I believe again. you. I believe you because, frankly, it was just you and the girl standing over there. There was nobody even around you the whole time. So, this is the last episode of season one, episode twenty-seven. <gasps> a fitting number to end on. Twenty-seven is it's our lucky number. It's our just our favorite number. And I just, I wanted to take a couple minutes and note back some of the, some of the stuff we've talked about this, this season. Oh my gosh. We started to listen to our first podcast and I'm like, we sound like such dorks because we got on there and we were like giddy excited and like, it was kind of like we were like ferrets on crack or something. Like I'm, what? I don't know. We just sounded crazy because we were so excited because yeah. it was our first podcast. And I'm like, okay, calm it down a little there, Danielle. You're like, yeah. sound like a nut job. <laughs> yeah. So you know the show evolves. So since October, yeah, we've done. This is our 27th episode since October. Yep, we've done one every week except for we took. Two weeks off, I think, at Christmas time or something. Yeah. I think it ended up being one week. Oh. But, one week. Um, you know, there's just some fun stuff that that's in here. We've had, we've had a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And talked about some serious stuff, too. Um, you know, we've only done two or three interviews this season. I know. I feel like we'll do more interviews next oh, season. Oh, we've got lots of interviews for next season. We're, we're yeah. already I think our little, our format now. might get mixed up just a little bit. Yeah. Let's shake it up. Yeah. And, um. Although I think we'll still keep with the, uh, goofy episode titles. I think we need to, I love our, um, little, fun elevator music in the beginning. I'm a big fan. Elevator music? Well, I don't know. It's kind of elevatory-ish. Oh. But Maybe I'm a fan. need to get something a little harder in there? No. A little bit more backbeat to it? No. I don't think we're backbeaters. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we will be moving some things around and freshening things up a little bit for next season. Mm. Uh, Freshen it up. It'll only be a couple weeks or so before before we're back, but uh, you know we're we're planning to have lots more guests in season two. Yeah, and and just just because we think it's so important to share our stories, to encourage you to share your stories, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we're we're both we are both already reaching out to some of those folks, um, regular, ordinary, everyday everyday folks, and some celebrities and some some people with some different circles of influence than us. Yeah. Some, some other people who are talking about marriage. All people that are legendary. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we'd actually love to hear from you, too. You, the listener. That's right. If you've got 
uh, a story about how God's been working in your marriage about, you know, the, the journey, the adventure of your marriage, the good, the bad, the ugly of it. We'd love to hear, hear from you. Drop mm-hmm. us an email at Danielle and Justin at legendarymarriage.com. And particularly if you're interested in being on the show, we would, we'd love to talk to you about that. It's a, it's a really easy process. We just jump on the phone or on Skype and record the call and, and plug it in. Um, so you can do it from the comfort of your own home. So I don't know what else do we want to say. Well, I'm just so thankful. Yeah. I'm just um, thankful that God's given us the opportunity to do this. And I'm just, I'm thankful for the time that we've had together. Like, I feel like it's just been a lot of fun. Like, I love sitting around and cracking jokes with you and, you know, being with you when you start tearing up and, you know, mm-hmm. being with... Yes, you get verklempt. Nobody's denying that. Sometimes on the podcast or, you know, when, you know, something goes horribly awry and then we have to cut it and do it over again. (laughs) One take, one take per episode. That's all you get. But all I'm saying is, honey, I'm thankful for you and for the, the, um, the natural fun and banter that we have together. Yeah. I'm I'm just grateful that people actually tune in and listen to us. Yeah. There's a lot of them. We're pretty fun. There's a lot of you folks who, who download the episodes every week and listen. And we're just, we're grateful that you uh, let us into your lives a little bit. Yeah. It's an honor and a privilege and we love it. Yep. So here's to season two coming soon and just the next stage of the adventure. That's right. You know, we've accomplished a lot in, in these months, mm-hmm. in 27 episodes. We've accomplished a lot, both on the podcast and with Legendary Marriage Academy and, you know, some of the other things that we're going to start talking about. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a wild ride, it's so babe. cool. Hey, guess what? Thanks for wild riding it with me. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. It's the, it, Yeah. That's what I do, right? <laughs> well, do. so uh, for the next couple of weeks, just go back and listen to some of the old, uh, your favorite episodes and uh, let us know how we're doing. Always, as always, jump on our Facebook group, Legendary yes. Marriage, a Facebook group. We've always got continuing the conversation over there um, with our legendary couples. Yeah. We're um, going to be kicking that up a notch here too. There's some good, we've got some good stuff on the calendar coming up in the next yeah, few months. Yeah, heck yeah. So don't, uh, don't forget. It's, I don't know. What's the tagline I was going to say there? Don't forget. I was going to say, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the oh, podcast. Yes, yes. And uh, one to um, leave a note there so that we know how we're doing and the other couples can find us. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.